0: Welcome to the Crowfall Podcast, where we share stories and perspectives from the world of Crowfall with your host, Chris and Walker. This is Walker, and this week we continue our conversation about the holiday event and changes to the Shadow Campaign. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Minds at Crowfall Pod. As always, I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Chris. Chris, how are you doing today, man?
1: I'm feeling like a pupa.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Great. And how would you describe pupa?
1: Well, I mean, as far as I know, I mean, that's the growth stage before butterfly. I think I'm saying it right.
0: Uh uh-huh no please go on yeah you're a little caterpillar or you were
1: we're we're growing now now
0: now you're in the little shell little cocoon (laughs) has it started to open the cocoon
1: i think so i think so okay
0: okay but
1: uh there's still a lot more to learn but i mean we know some things and
0: did you get a haircut or something like what's going on
1: i haven't i actually do need one i need to (laughs) remember that
0: so you are actually a pupa in the context of haircut as well. Yeah. Because you need one, but it hasn't happened. Uh-huh. Maybe, you, I guess right now you're a haircut caterpillar, <laughs> and then you'll become a haircut pupa once you have the appointment scheduled, I but haven't that, actually gone yet. Yeah,
1: I think that would be right. And then okay. like, afterwards, would that would be the final stage.
0: Yeah, once you get that <laughs> haircut, then now you're flying all over the place. <clears throat> Doing movies with Ashton Kutcher. It's a butterfly effect joke. All right. So, so why do you feel that way about Crowfall?
1: I think I'm excited to see like what happens with the game. I mean, we still have the new company um, that acquired it, their vision to be implemented. And, and so I'm just seeing like, you know, the talks about how the campaigns are, are going. I mean, there's lots of talks about population and, and, people playing and what's interesting is that there's a lot of people making decisions that have the other players in mind even if they're not in the same alliance you know or trying to keep people playing but as you know from playing from day one up until now the game is quite a bit different i would say that you know night and day really but I still think that there's more changes to happen and we're not even seeing the final stage of what the game could be, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think that's that's definitely a healthy optimism. You know, I, I definitely on the forums and the official Discord see consistent complaints about the lack of communication from Monumental regarding their roadmap or what their vision for the game might be. Yeah. Uh, now, to some extent, I can understand that maybe they're not entirely sure yet exactly where it's going to go, and maybe mm-hmm. they don't want to set expectations that will then later not be something they follow through on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I do think it is uh, at some point in the very near future, I hope that they will at least put out a communication that says, hey, we know you're expecting a roadmap, and here's what where our thinking is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if that thinking is just about why they haven't released a roadmap, right? <laughs> I, I mean, really yeah. though, just simply to stay engaged and to to let people know, like, yeah, that they're engaged in communication. I mean, especially in this day and age, it's just kind of it's just kind of strange for a company to not communicate about about something like this that's as critical as it is. I mean, <laughs> Bungie talks about the roadmap of Destiny all the time,
1: yeah,
0: and and that game's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean?
1: Even even no. if it was just the ideas or directions that they are considering it, it doesn't even have to be like this is the way, but these are the things that are being talked about and and maybe that just kind of opens up a conversation. Cuz I mean whatever they do say eventually there's going to be comments made in the forums and with the people that are still playing.
0: So honestly, I actually I, I even see comments on the forums from people who are not playing. Yeah. That are people who backed the game from the beginning and maybe played at launch or whatever, but who've gone away for several months now, but are keeping an eye on it, hoping that, you know, they'll see something that entices them to come back.
1: Yeah. Um giving those people a reason to come back, I think is really huge. Some kind of huge announcement of change or something that will be brought into the game or, but I would give those people a reason to log back in. Maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, you know, you kind of touched on it a little bit or hinted at it, but I mean, we had a, a meeting recently within our own Alliance where we talked about potential um, changes in the Alliance and maybe some, you know, some guilds going a different direction. Not not due to any animosity though, but really just to try and align playtimes better. Yeah, yeah. the The concerns though that came out of that were interesting because all of the concerns, whether and concerns isn't the right word, just all of the thoughts, whether it be in support of the change or if it, if there were some some people that had thoughts that were opposed to the change because they don't want the alliance to shrink. If anything, they think that the alliance should grow. If we need Play times to be aligned better for more people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the the reasoning that came out of most people that, that I heard from in that conversation had little actually nothing to do with their preference of like the personality of the other people that they might be playing with, or like the you know the gameplay fit of different groups. What I'm trying to say is that it had nothing to do with, like, in-game considerations. Mm-hmm. All of the considerations, whether it was for or against, were tied to how people think that that will impact the, the the remaining player base, and whether it would succeed in making people more interested in playing, or if it would actually drive even more people out that are are still here.
1: Yeah, there's... I mean, any sort of teaming up with other guilds that may not have been in your alliance, anyone that's left out of that team up situation may feel even more demoralized than they already are. And I say that like most most smaller guilds or those outside of the main first place big alliance do seem to be feeling that demoralization. But, I mean, I don't necessarily feel that. I feel like the alliance that we have does have a lot of positive things. It's more so centered around siege events. I mean, we do seem to be able to field numbers for that. It's kind of like the more regular players that log in seven days a week or, or have more time to play don't seem to be getting that activity outside of the siege events.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll go back to the game I always use to compare, even though they're entirely different games, but that, you know, that being wow. And the reason I do it is because I think that on the one hand, it's really easy to look at a game like Crowfall and a game like world of Warcraft and go, well, those are so different that you wouldn't draw conclusions from one and apply them to the other. Mm -hmm. But I actually disagree with that because I I think it actually has very little to do with the gameplay and much more to do with the time commitment. Mm -hmm. And like we've talked about in a, in a wow raid guild, that's your run of the mill average guild. You're going to raid two to three nights a week, excuse me, one to two nights a week. Right. Uh I mean, maybe three, if you're in a a, a more (laughs) engaged guild, but probably one to two nights a week for two to three hours a night. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking at four to six hours of commitment time per week, right? Mm -hmm. But, and there are players who just log in and raid, especially once they're several weeks into doing the same raid content, they might just show up to raid and do very little else. Mm -hmm. But there are certainly a lot of players who log in to do things all of the rest of the time, right? WoW is not filled with just (laughs) raid loggers (laughs) Uh in the way that Crowfall right now is kind of more heavily populated with siege loggers. Mm -hmm. The difference is, is that in WoW, because you have all these extra players, there's also just a lot of other stuff that you can do with strangers very easily. Yeah, And in Crowfall, because of dregs being structured the way it is, a guild or an alliance can really only play with themselves right like you can't go Mm -hmm. join another alliance and and grind for the afternoon even though later that night you might fight over a castle it doesn't work
1: right Um, yeah and that was kind of i know we've talked about there's been a lot of talks about the campaigns or is it better to keep the dregs going or going into shadows or whatever and and we've joked a lot about just the chat functionality in the game. But I mean, even if you were to go into chat, into like shadows or something, the other part of that is trying to group up with the strangers and get them to do something with you. And I think the chat functionality and and the way the window works, I mean, it still needs a little bit of fixing to make that possible, you know?
0: I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, and I don't I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I mean, what do you think would be a better enhancement for the chat window?
1: Well, there's just little things that go on with it where sometimes when you switch tabs, like it doesn't like populate the old chat long or right. the window closes every time you zone and then you forget to open it back up or whatever. And so it's like yeah. you can't even reach the strangers anyway (laughs) if there were
0: (laughs) well in in, in games you know in game a game like wow or final fantasy 14 or you know games like that you don't really rely on chatting with strangers right if you want to go do a battleground you press a button in the ui that puts you in the queue for the next battleground that you could join Uh and then puts you in with 14 other strangers if you don't have a group yeah 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 Uh, if you want to do a dungeon you choose your role and you queue and now magically you're teleported to a dungeon with a ready made group of strangers. And you don't have to chat and find them that way. I think that in the old days, (laughs) for lack of a better way to say it, the the in game text chat was a lot more prevalent, but obviously, it's still used and it's still used in Crowful. I mean, general chat is somewhat popular. But yeah, it I think that a people generally i think players are generally not reliant as reliant on chat especially once they get a guild and then every guild has discord in every game now yeah yeah and then yeah you're right you're right there are little things that that make it more difficult to consistently see chat in crowfall even if you want to yeah
1: i mean you remember rift we played Rift. the rifts was an interesting mechanic i mean that was a way of kind of bringing strangers together to a place and then getting them to work together and be in a group where you didn't actually have to chat to make that happen. You know, it's just like something happened on the map and people went to it.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, I, I will credit, I mean, maybe there was a game that did it before, and so fair enough if so, but I think Warhammer Online was the first game I ever saw introduce the idea of public quests. Oh, yeah. Which is... Really, what rifts were mm-hmm. the difference in Warhammer was that the public quests were at static locations on the map, and in Riff, they could pop up anywhere, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I, I well, so you know, a, a change they've announced is that the highest level resources will be available in shadows now. Mm. So, I looked today, so it was funny on the Discord, Tiggs announced the new shadow campaign starting next monday Uh but there wasn't a post announcing the new dregs campaign and i was like did they really are they really not doing a dregs and they're not going to announce that they're just going to not mention it (laughs) yeah (laughs) that is not
1: i did find the dregs post though there there was one
0: It, it on oh on the on the discord even
1: oh i don't know i saw it in the forums
0: same, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I I went to the forum to double-check, and yes, there is an, a Dregs campaign starting alongside Shadow. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about a variety of ideas for how, you know, territory control and all that sort of stuff could change. I don't know, I, I know I come back to it so often, but I just, I really do think that Crowfall's combat is so well done, and just so much of the rest of what surrounds it is not. And when I say that, I don't mean the art or even the class design and stuff, it's, it's literally just stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Like, there, it's just not obvious what you would spend your time doing if you're not PvPing. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're not interested in harvesting and crafting, right? Like, if you don't want to do those things, then there's just not a lot of other obvious activities to, to easily go do. And when it comes to farming something like gold and dust, just after a while, that <laughs> was only only a couple ways you can do that. You know what I mean? So the reason I say those things is that I think that Crowfall does have something really special about it in its combat. And I think that they've got something there that they can sell very successfully, but clearly they got to figure out how to package that differently. So while in its current form, I'm not super stoked about shadows becoming the main game in air quotes, I am I'm for it simply because I think that that's probably their best chance at revitalizing it. And, and maybe dregs is more fun if it turns into something that's more short term based. And I don't know, you know, you and I have been so excited about this campaign structure. Well, what if dregs were only a week long and not every single week? Right, but what if they were week-long campaigns and had really interesting rule sets that are far beyond what we see now? That could be that could be a lot of fun still too. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of always wanted at least a little bit of break between the dregs because it just seemed kind of hectic, planning out like trying to get new gear and and different things, and then you're wanting to get gold and rush keep in the dregs and then so there's a lot of moving pieces going on but
0: the other thing though is that you know as as much as it's easy to complain about there's not enough people there's not enough activity going on there's not enough whatever for anyone that was not around when the game launched i will add that the servers were full like there was even a login queue
1: oh yeah yep
0: And the way that experience went was you could go into dregs with a full group, which is only six, but you would get ganked by a group that had more than six, or that also had six and were just better geared, and better players, I'm sure, and you would just get Mm mopped. So I I am a little interested to see, and and maybe it won't happen because it's going to be a slower transition because they're not cutting dregs out, at least not now, not yet, So maybe even more transitional but it's like you know shadow as it is now is i don't want to call it peaceful but again we know a lot of dregs players that go over there to kind of get a break right (laughs) yes and and so my point is is that it's like if all of the dregs players show up in shadow and it's more densely populated i think it just returns to what original dregs was which is Now the need for a mega guild is far greater because you can't go out with six guys. You know what I mean? You're going to get wrecked. And, and so that's what I mean by it's like in its current form, I don't think shadows is really the answer because I think that a lot of the things that drove, that made people hesitant in the beginning will will resurface. I also had another interesting conversation that I hadn't considered. and, And honestly, it's such an obvious point that I was surprised (laughs) <laughs> which I, I'd say I'm surprised. Like I always recognize the obvious. <laughs> it's not surprising. I wanted it to be surprising. How about that? So I was having a conversation with someone the other day about harvesters and how they are, I guess, they're the people that have the most risk in PVP oh. currently, right? Yeah. And I was arguing that, well, that's broken because harvesters are supposed to, everyone's supposed to have to be harvesting. But because all of these guilds and alliances have have these conquest rewards for months and months and they have all these import tokens from alt accounts and all that stuff that a lot of the more established player base doesn't really need to harvest all that often.
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: So so you don't have giant groups of harvesters out in in the game constantly because a lot of people don't need to because they just craft outside of dregs and then have it imported in. Uh And so my point was that, well, the harvester PVP dichotomy would be solved if we didn't have this import problem. Because if all of the players and all of, or at least all of the guilds had to craft inside of dregs, then you would have huge groups of players out gathering resources and potentially fighting over those resources. Mm -hmm. And it would be a lot more, um, I don't know, I don't know what word to use, natural feeling maybe where like it it's groups of crafters and PvPers vying over resources versus now like there's just a handful of harvesters and they get owned by the PvPers who are never harvested.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think we've talked about that before. I mean that would be if you could only import disciplines, I guess is is where that would go. And then I mean if you could only bring in one crafting discipline or whatever limited number of harvesting disciplines it there's more limitation and planning that would have to be done with with your team to cover everything and you'd have to get those resources before you could have that equipment
0: right well and so my in my made-up scenario again there's like pvpers running around with the harvesters to try and protect them and again, fight with the other groups who are trying to harvest or whatever. But, and I mentioned that in all of these sandbox type games, Eve, Albion, Mortal Online 2, like, it's full loot, right? Like, it's always true that if you get killed, you drop everything. Yeah. Right? So that's not unique to Crowfall. That's just kind of the style of game. And someone who I was talking with said, yeah, but in those games, everyone has the same level of risk in eve if you're out mining and some guy shows up in a fighter ship to kill you if you somehow manage to kill him he loses his fightership right so he's got skin in the game too as it stands with crowfall right now people who just want to pvp just leave the temple with empty inventories <laughs> and there's no reason for them to carry anything and harvesters have all bear all of the burden of the risk because they're the ones out gathering something Mm -hmm. and and i'd never really thought of that that way before but i do think that that's an interesting point that actually having the pvp be full loot including your gear would would actually make it a little more i I don't know fair is the right word but just a little more balanced in risk because as it stands today to go harvest and crowfall is a pretty big you're taking a pretty big risk with your time, yeah, because you could spend an hour farming and get killed in a minute, and now you lost an hour. Mm -hmm. But the person who's doing the engaging to kill you can't lose an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah, because...
0: There's nothing to lose.
1: They haven't been out gathering the resources and have anything in their inventory.
0: Right. Yeah. But if you dropped all of your equipment also, now you would certainly care more and maybe pe- people would still fight but at least at least there would be something that you're risking as the attacker as the attacker right um, I mean
1: that would be a, 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 another way of kind of achieving that same thing I kind of like the idea of the disciplines more so personally but I can see how that could also fix things and
0: distribute. well nervous. I mean the disciplines the disciplines would make it so that there would be more harvesters, but it would still it would not in any way address the fact that as a harvester, you're taking on all the risk of losing something and the other party doesn't have to take any risk at all.
1: True. True. I mean, I guess uh, even after those resources were gathered and you made your equipment, then you're still in the same situation as the attacker. Like once you're already established, mm-hmm. it's what you're saying. I think so.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah. So
0: right. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't think the game's gonna switch to full loot. I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're pretty set on how that's all gonna work. So fair enough. But I just thought that was an interesting point that I hadn't really considered before. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I haven't considered that either. So yeah. that's an interesting way of, of seeing that.
0: But yeah, so you know, with the changes to shadow, I think that they're they're clearly enabling people to go to shadow. Because before, without the high-level resources, you just couldn't get the best gear from there. You know, like you had to go to Dregs to get the the highest stuff. So we'll see if in the next, you know, maybe maybe next time, Shadows or Dregs start will be delayed by a week or two or something, right? To kind of stagger them, something like that. Maybe we see in the future as well. But but at least for next month, the campaigns, Dregs and Shadows, both start on the same day.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see and I don't know, hope, uh, hope it keeps going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of keep it going, Valkentine's Day event has been extended through the end of the campaign. Yes,
1: I, I'm ha- happy to hear that because I don't have as many flavonoids as I would like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, now that you've spent more time with the event, do you, do you like the event? Do you think it's a fun event? I had
1: some some interesting time doing the event because I actually didn't mind running around and picking flowers and and doing that. It was kind of, I, I mean, as really as mindless as it could be. So then, have, doing that and having conversations with other people. Like I, I remember us talking for a while while I was doing that and. It seemed to, I don't know, be kind of relaxing, I guess. the I didn't realize how much grinding the event actually was. <laughs> so not really looking forward to, I guess, getting to the uh, all of the flavonoids that I could possibly get, though I will give it my best shot now that there's more time. But I just figured out how much dust would actually cost to craft all of them. And I was like, ooh, wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It's pretty hardcore. It's It's pretty hardcore.
0: Yeah. It's a tall order for sure. All right. Well, anything else you wanted to touch on today?
1: Uh, I think that'll do it.
0: Well, that's all for the show today. Follow us on Twitter and Mines at CrowfallPod. You can also check out my other podcast, The Walk Show, which explores the walk of life through interviews with a variety of guests, or my other show, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is a podcast about why video games matter. Thanks again for the listen. Have a great week. Stay up.